Goku decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Now we're rolling. Now we're rolling. Check, check, check. The levels are great. All right. Hey, and welcome to the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. Hey, what's up? My name's Jeremy. This is episode 132, Crickets, Not Steaks. Happy Friday, you guys. This is going to be a good podcast. We got to uh, talk to the Danimal, our resident movie nerd. Dan Nichols saw the Batman. Everyone loved it. Spoiler, so did Dan. Yeah, and I mean, apparently it challenges the Christian Bale Batman for which is the better Batman. And I think up until this point, the Christian Bale Batman, you know, is the high watermark. So uh, it's exciting to hear that maybe this one is as good. We'll get more details from the Danimal. I wonder if you like, it challenges the Christian. I was like, challenges the Christian orthodoxy? <laughs> <laughs> challenges the Christian Bale Christian version Bale. of Batman. So we'll find out from Dan Nichols uh, towards the end of the podcast about that. We're also today talking about Crickets Not Steaks, a study that was done out of Norway. A Norwegian researcher has found a way, you know, to make our food cycle much less uh, damaging to the planet. Right. Uh, sort of an almost like an infinite food cycle loop. If only we were to eat insects and not cows. Okay. That sounds like I can't wait to talk about that. Yum <laughs> and yum. Delicious. Mm, I'm already hungry, Karis. How did you know? <laughs> On our all-grilling weekend. We're also talking about a guy who had a really challenging complication to COVID. And, Jeremy, it has forced you to take, potentially wear finally a mask. Take, yeah. take it seriously. <laughs> Finally, and to wear a mask for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'm finally going to start taking the pandemic seriously starting today because of the story we're going to tell you about. And I think we got to also, we're going to talk about sneakers too, right? Because sneaker convention is this weekend in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. A uh, big convention of like people who collect rare and expensive sneakers. It's a show off for all those elite sneakers. And it got us thinking like, what is the best sneaker? So we will uh, talk about that a bit, but then you got some like iconic sneaker moments in history. Yes, cinematic history. Exactly, sorry. iconic sneaker moments in movie history. Uh, I believe we're we're starting with the crickets, not steaks. Hey, this is the early show with Karis and Jeremy. It's seven oh six. Beautiful sunrise is just happening. I think it maybe peaked right at the big three, but it's still really nice out there. We should be eating bugs to save the planet. You first. <laughs> okay, you know, if they're like, maybe I do crickets in like a, like a Doritos covering, you know, if it was like a Doritos like a nacho flavored, cheese? Yeah, a fiery Doritos nacho cheese cricket, I could do that. Yeah, like a taquito. Yeah. Or what do they call those things, a tackies. Mm. Mm. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe. I could get behind that. Good crunch. I was reading an article and there's a study that was done by a researcher, Marcel Dickey, out of the Netherlands. And uh, Marcel says, really, to save the planet, we need to be eating more insects and using their waste to grow crops. Okay. This is the cycle that is going to save us all. Um, so what happens is the insects, they're like a 
fantastic source of protein, you know, way better than animals. Um, because they, it takes roughly 25 kilograms of grass to produce one kilogram of beef. That same amount of grass can produce 10 times as much edible insect protein. And this is due to the higher conversion rate of insects because up to 90% of an insect's body mass is edible as opposed to only 40% of a cow. Yeah, but none of that body mass is a steak. No, that's true. But, uh, you know, maybe you just need to open your mind. You know, I mean, Marcel here, who did the research and wrote this article, says, I have eaten crickets, mealworms, and locusts. Um, You know, I've eaten many other insects around the globe, and I have always had a wonderful meal on them. Okay, Marcel. (laughs) So maybe... Maybe we just need to add a little bit more uh, flavor. I guess if we like press those mealworms into a steak-like shape. Yeah. Oh, what about? <laughs> maybe. Or or maybe uh, you know, or maybe like jam them all into like a tube and make them into a sausage. Here's like- what I need to get into it, Marcel. You need to form a TikTok and you need to come up with a viral food trend. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Like, oh man, check out this new food trend. We're at the. L- latest hippest place in east la it serves cricket they flavor them with purple they're an adorable purple color then i'd be like okay yeah so this is what we need the food trendsetters yes. to jump are they on gonna this. serve bugs at jam okay i'll line up for that <laughs> exactly i'll i'll line up at 10 30 on a rainy wednesday give me some bugs next to my hash browns That was my skull. I'm so weak. Counting blue cars, Dishwalla. It's 1027 The Peak. We are the early show. I'm Karis. I'm Jeremy. I had that compact disc. Did you really? You had it on CD. Yes. Oh, yeah. I had all of of those 90s alt-rock one-hit wonders. You had one jam that was on the radio. You you had it? Uh, Dishwalla. I, I did not have that one. Tonic. Marvelous three. Ooh. I was OG on Eve Six. I didn't need Twitter to tell me he was cool. <laughs> I had that album. Good for you. <laughs> Good for okay, you. Okay, so I'm going to be wearing a mask for the rest of time now, I've decided, after reading this horrendous story. I think out of Pennsylvania, but maybe Florida. It was unclear to me. A man's testicle popped out of his scrotum after rare complications from COVID-19. <gasps> All right, well, I'm convinced. <gasps> That's it. I don't need to read anymore. I'm done. Yeah, I'm going to work. I'm going to wear two masks. That's what it took. <laughs> it took uh, scrotum popping out for you to be like, well. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so what happened was a man showed up to the hospital. Uh, he had uh, some um, ulcers on his scrotum. He had some other issues going on. Uh, while dealing with that and some challenges to his immune system, a uh, part of that brought on by COVID, part of uh, all of his illnesses was the, these ulcers on a scrotum uh, kind of connected together, like multiple smaller ones came together to make one big one in his testicle. <gasps> yeah. So I, the doctors is like, poked it back in. Okay. So yeah. kind of like when your shoulder dislocates, you yeah, just poop, you pop yeah, that like back in. Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon. Boom, like, pop oh, that back in. If it's out, let's put it back in. Hurts a lot, but ultimately feels better. Yeah, well, it's like like the shoulder. The doctors put some loose sutures on it. 
And five months later, made a full recovery. Did they wrap it up in a little mask? Did just they like use a, a little mask? Just like, a, just like a sling? Just like a little sling? A little tiny <laughs> little sling? tiny baby sling and oh. to put that on there. And five months later, the guy's fine. The doctor said um, part of what caused this could have been complications from COVID-19. That's fine. Could have, maybe, perhaps. Loose scrotum. I'll wear a mask. You wear a mask up top and maybe down below, and you take care of all your bits. That was my skull. I'm so weak. Out of my league, fits of the tantrums. They're always so clappy. I like they utilize the clap in a song. I like it so much. Good morning, you guys. Listen to the early show with Karis and Jeremy on a day that's already developing so beautifully and the weekend looks uh, wonderful. Debate Club today, we were so excited for Sneaker Con, which we probably won't go to on the weekend, but we thought about it. Yeah. It's, Coming to the Vancouver Convention Center. It sounds really cool. It's very cool. Uh, people that are very uh, into sneakers. I'm trying not to use the word very so much. People who are... Extremely into sneakers. Uh, we'll be there <laughs> buying, selling, trading, and uh, you'll learn lots about shoes and sneakers. And if you're into that, that's the world for you. And we're just like, ah, oh, this seems like a cool world. And I love sneakers. They're we all fantastic. wear shoes. Yeah. Uh, so, what are the most iconic sneakers? Um, what are the, the best sneakers uh, to you in the world that you want to fight about? Uh, we didn't even put anything from Adidas on there. No, on our we, short list. No, exactly. I mean, there's so many. Well, you know, there's there Yeezys. I know some people have the Yeezys, and they're very excited about those. Crocs. Oh, totally. Socks with sandals. Not really a sneaker, but no. But you, there's so many sneakers out there. We could only put four on our short list, and uh, our short list includes Air Jordans, Chuck Taylor All Stars. Chuck Taylors are currently winning. So I would far. think we're an alternative rock and roll radio station. Come yeah, on. it's like a uniform. Exactly. We got the slip-on Vans on there. And then the New Balance 574s. They've got some votes, but it's lagging behind on debate club. It took a little while for the suburbs to wake up. Yeah, there are many others out there. So if you have any, you can uh, hit us up on the text line, 604-280-1027 with your favorites. I was looking online at sneakers in film, and I found a really a pretty good comprehensive list of Iconic sneaker moments in movie history. In film. Yes, exactly. And this is an interesting one. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. One of my favorite movies. From 1982, there's a scene in which Sean Penn's character, Spicoli, hits himself in the face with a Vans checkerboard slip-on sneaker. Listen up. That was my skull. I'm so wasted. <laughs> so that's Spicoli hitting himself in the face. That's my school. <laughs> and it's interesting then reading about it uh, of the director, Amy Heckerling, who directed Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Amy s explains how the, that sneaker wound up in the film. Uh, Amy says, in those days, a lot of actors could decide what they wanted as their costume. And this was before the days of product placement and before you had to clear products before using them on film. I grew up in Bronx, New York. And when I came on to direct the movie, I wasn't really familiar with Southern California culture. Sean Penn, who played Jeff Spicoli, brought in the vans, checkered the slip-on checkerboard vans himself. And I really liked them. I trusted his judgment. 
So Sean Penn brought in those checkerboards slip on vans. And I mean, I've had I had like cross crossword puzzle checkerboard slip on vans. I love them. They're my favorite. I finally wore them out. Uh, Another one on this list. We're talking about iconic moments, iconic sneaker moments in movie history uh, was do the right thing from 1989. Another 80s film. And on this list, they say that, you know, the do the right things influence on sneaker culture is immeasurable. So this is a big one. Uh, An incredible film for lots of reasons. But uh, the most iconic moment, potentially, especially when we're talking about sneakers, belongs to Giancarlo Esposito's bugging out at his scuffed Air Jordans. And this is Spike Lee's metaphor for the gentrification of Brooklyn. And so uh, Juan Car- Giancarlo Esposito, he's standing on the street and this white guy with a bike scuffs his Air Jordans. And then this is what happens. Yo! Yo! He almost knocked me down, man. What is excuse me? Ah, uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Not only did you knock me down, he's talking about my brand new white Air Jordans that I just bought. And that's all you can say is excuse me? Yeah, I'm serious. Who told you to step on my sneakers? Who told you to walk on my side of the block? Who told you to be in my neighborhood? I own this brownstone. Who told you to buy a brownstone on my block in my neighborhood on my side of the street? Yo, what you want to live in a black neighborhood for anyway, man? My- Gentrification. Well, as I understand it, this is a free country. Man can live wherever he wants. Free country? country? Man, I should get for saying that stupid shit alone. Uh, it's a great, great moment. Uh, so if you have a favorite sneaker that we have not talked about yet, shoot us a text, 604-280-1027. That was my skull. I'm so weak. It's the early shows. Hit or miss. Hey, let's strap in, you guys. It's time to get a great movie review from the early show's resident movie nerd, the Dan Mr. Dan Nichols, did you get a chance to see the Batman? Oh, did I ever. I loved it. Oh, it's a hit, is it? It's a huge hit. And I know this feels like it's the Cape Crusaders 500th or 600th big screen reinvention. But guess what? Everything old feels new again because this Gotham City reinvention, just it just absolutely delivers. It creates this self-contained world realized to a microscopic degree filled with a fresh uh, take on all these familiar characters. Uh, we've got, of course, Robert Pattinson as the Batman, but we've also got Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, and Paul Dano as the Riddler. Those are characters we've seen before, but they all feel so new. So, but why is this one special, you might ask? It's like three hours. It looks really dark. Well, it's less of a superhero movie, and it's really more of a detective murder mystery slash crime film. It's kind of more like the movie Seven or Zodiac than it is, you know, Aquaman. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I really loved it. It really has that Fincher feeling to it. Robert Pattinson, I think uh, he's going to shoot a lot of the naysayers down. We maybe don't connect with him after this first one as much as we did with, say, you know, Michael Keaton's Edge of Craziness or Christian Bale's Sorrowful Soul. But I think it's a huge hit, and I'd highly recommend it. And, you, you know, you just got to see it on the big screen because it just looks and sounds amazing. The score in particular, oh, you're going to be having it played in your head long after you've seen the film. How would you compare it to the Christian Bale Batman experience? Is, is it a similar vibe at all? You know, it's more kind of similar in vibe to that than, say, uh, you know, Batman versus Superman or like the old school, you know, Batman Returns. 
it's kind of on par, very close to quality level of The Dark Knight. I think it's better than The Dark Knight Rises and Batman Begins. It does share some similarities in ways you don't expect with both of those films. But even though it's super long, if you were to ask me, of those ones, which would you rather see again? Well, The Dark Knight is still unbeatable, to be honest. But The Batman's coming in a close second. That's awesome. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, I hope everybody loves it. I think it's going to be a huge hit. All right, that's a weekend. What did you call it? The all-grilling weekend. Yes, I think given the forecast for this weekend on the southwest coast, it's going to be sunny and 10 or 11 degrees, which means in the sun, it's going to feel warmer than that. It is the all-grilling weekend for sure. Anything you have needs to be grilled. Anything you eat, you know, even if it's cereal, put it on the grill. Put it on the grill. Even if it's crickets, put yep. it on the grill. Absolutely. Fire it up. I think I'm going vegetarian, so it's all good. Yeah. Who'd you know, put your uh, eggplant on the grill. Yeah, for sure. Your uh, asparagus and your peppers. <laughs> asparagus spears. Yes. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for the podcast today, guys. Thank you so much for being part of the program. You can always tweet at uh, tweet at us. It's at Karis Hogg, C-H-A-R-I-S-H-O-G-G. I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. We work at uh, The Peak 1027 uh, FM in Vancouver, BC, Canada. Uh, thepeak.fm. So that's that. We'll do it on Monday? Yeah, we will do it again on Monday. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the Grimace. All right, we're done here.